We believe that you are strong by design and you were made in God's image to have a strong body, mind, and spirit. Hi, my name is Chris Wilson, and you're listening to the number one strength and health authority podcast in the world. So let's get ready to unlock your potential and transform your life with today's expert. Hey there, welcome to the Strong by Design podcast show. This is Chris Wilson, and today we are talking about something. Brian, what are you doing? I'm stretching out my hips. Hang on. I know I'm going to be sitting down for a little bit. There we go. Hang on. Hey, let's go. <sighs> you all right? Yeah, I'm better now. <laughs> so this, okay, something just happening uh, has happened here. Coach Brian, hey, who I am up? sitting next to today. Hello. Welcome. Um, <laughs> he, he is one of the strength coaches here at Critical Bench, and he was just kind of trying to release this vital survival muscle. Yeah. Because we sit too darn much. Oh, we're, man. I, and we're going to talk a lot about this in this podcast episode today because we're all guilty of it. And this is really what prompted us to come up with this idea a few years back right. to, to help people realize just how much damage they're causing their bodies by being in this position for prolonged periods. You know, obviously, a lot about this and can speak to this, but first, just share with the listeners, if they haven't caught you in a previous podcast, sure. a little bit ab about yourself and why you're uh, an expert on, on something like this. Hey, what's up? <laughs> coach Brian right here. Hey, so I'm a strength coach, master's degree in exercise science, certified, again, certified strength and conditioning specialist, functional movement specialist, triathlon coach, sports nutritionist, blah, blah, blah. In other words, I've trained athletes, clients, kids, adults, senior citizens, boys, girls, you name it. I've trained them for the past almost two decades now. Can't believe it. Time is flying by. But in other words, I'm all I'm all for human performance. Mm -hmm. and that, I'm not just talking sports performance. I'm talking about the human body in itself. We are created strong by design, and we live in an untapped potential and it's my job, It's I feel it's my calling and my passion to help each and every individual to tap into that potential and just get unfound strength and vitality to their body in whatever field or whatever, whatever environment they're placed in. So I, I know the body inside and out. I've studied it. I've dedicated my life to learning about it and just presenting information in a helpful way that you anybody listening or watching can find this information helpful. And topic of hips. I'll, you know, I love talking about the glutes and the core. No doubt. But the hips, oh man, the hips have so much power. The center of the body. Yeah, it's it's funny because I say the glutes are the powerhouse of the body. But, you know, if, if you had to ask me between what's more important, glutes or hips, oh man, I, I would have to maybe call a a TV timeout on that one because that's that's one of those loaded yeah. questions. Yeah, it's like a it's just a major intersection. It's like right. if you think of like a, a downtown city area, think of that area where all the roads it's, kind of come together. It's like the the White House. Like yeah. everything come, goes in, <laughs> everything. in and through the White House. Yeah, and the glutes are yeah just well right they're there. the powerhouse. But what we're going to talk about today is 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 a muscle that a lot of people don't even know they have. 
Mm-hmm. They can't pronounce it. They don't know where it starts, where it stops, and how vital it is. And right. it, this hidden survival muscle and that and that sitting is the number one enemy for this uh, right. part of your body. And, and so we're gonna we're gonna get into it. And that's why I was stretching out this and muscle. The, yes, you were before. <laughs> at so at the very start, he's standing up, and this is something. And we'll talk to you about this a little bit. This is something everyone could and should be doing going forward who's doing a significant amount of sitting. And that right. I would say that that goes for probably better than half the population, wouldn't you say? I, I would bet. Maybe, I would, maybe I would even, even 75%. 75%. Yeah. I mean, even kids. Yeah, and kids too. All they do is they go to school. I they know. sit I know. most of the day. And they're and unfortunately, they're like pulling recess out of right. schools and Indian pulling fit, style circle out time, of schools. You know. Let's get, before we get to kind of the hips, can we just talk about something really quickly about how movement drives the brain, how movement is is really critical to how we think, how we feel. And because we spend so much time sitting and and you know in our car at home you know while we're texting or whatever while we're at work while we're on the computer we we spend all this time in a, in a in a, a static position right. and it's a semi fetal people this is something that's important to know too right it, you're in kind of this half fetal position right with your your body bent and people don't realize that that actually subconsciously they mm-hmm. don't realize it's happening but your body is seeing this as a a, a a light stress right on the body and you're you're dripping hormones that you shouldn't be necessarily dripping right yeah so that that system within the body is called the sympathetic nervous system everybody has it you, you can't i mean you can train it but you can't i mean you just have it you you're born with it right. it's it's just given to you by birth However, this can be used against you if you're in this particular fetal position for an extended period of time. Hey, if you want the free Why Stretching Won't Make You Flexible report, then just text STRETCH to 345-345. That's STRETCH, S-T-R-E-T-C-H, to 345 345- Three four five, and you'll get a text from me asking for your email. Then you'll get the free report sent to your email inbox. So survival, it's it's embed, you know, it's it, it's embedded into our bones. It's we're taught, to, you know, to either fight, flight, or freeze right. on occasion, but it's encoded into our design at at birth. Right. So we're all given this survival instinct, animals, humans, but what do we do with it? We abuse it by sitting. So the system that I was talking about was the sympathetic nervous system. This is the white house of survival. Everything goes through and comes from this particular system in the body. Um, now there's two systems or divisions within this system, the autonomic and the parasympathetic, which we don't need to bore anybody with that science jargon right now, but Really, the the sympathetic nervous system has two main jobs. It's keeping the body in what we call homeostasis. It keeps it balanced and check. And the second is, like I said, survival, fight or flight. So if you're in this fetal position for an extended period of time, um, I mean, what, how we're sitting right now is considered fetal position, but in an upright form. Right. If we were to lay on our side, 
we would be in fetal position. And we'd pull our knees to our chest. Right. I like, mean, yeah, yeah. If, if a we're in the woods and a bear starts attacking us, we're going to crunch up in a tiny ball, right. flex all of our muscles right. to protect our internal organs, which is at our core. Right. However, from the seated position, your body barely differentiates between, you know, true panic or true survival Danger, right. or just everyday routine. Right. So the, the, the body, the brain, I love the brain because it doesn't disconnect the two. If you're in the position, your, your brain is going to send signals saying, hey, I don't like this position. So I'm going to shut down a lot of the body processes in order to survive. Hence why it's called the hidden survival muscle. Because if this muscle is shortened in that fetal position, all the signals are going to go to the brain saying, hey, we don't like this position. Let's start protecting and preserving what we've got because we don't know how long we're going to be able to stay in this position. And just to get people thinking a little bit too, who feels great on a long car ride? Ah. Or an airplane ride. Oh, or a long airplane ride. It's not just that you're, you know, kind of cramped and in tight quarters. It's also that you're in this in this position for a prolonged period. And it does nothing really good for your mental state. You feel lethargic. You feel you want it. You can't wait to kind of get out of the car and stand up and move and how amazing that feels. And really our bodies, that's what our bodies are designed to do is move more throughout the day. And then go horizontal right. <laughs> while you're sleeping, not to spend hours, eight or 10 hours a day in this seated position. So, I mean, think about it. You've worked a long day. Yeah. Airplane ride, car ride, whatever. Even if you're sitting for a couple hours, yeah, you're tired. Uh, uh, yeah. You, you get start, it. You're you start, tired. You start to fall asleep. You start to fall asleep. <laughs> you're like, you get to the gym after, you know, five o'clock on your way home from work. And you're like, man, I have no energy, but I did nothing but sit on my butt all day. Mm -hmm. What the heck? Well, think about it. You're in survival mode. Your body is shutting down saying, hey, we're going to preserve. We're going to store fat. We're going to conserve energy. We're going to shut down these muscles and not give them proper blood. You know, so the body does begin to shut down. I mean, think about it. People who are in a hospital bed all the time. Yeah. It, I mean, they try to stretch them out, but how they s seat them, they're yeah. kind of like, yeah, I, no, I know right. you can't see my hands, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like you're, yeah. you're in a clamshell. No, I know those hips are destroyed, and it happens fast. You're right. You know, you yeah. you, is uh, if you're not moving and you're in like a seated or a, a hospital bed situation for like a week, oh, you, you, everything is going downhill fast. So, uh, <laughs> free tip for you: if you want a great workout, work out in the first thing in the morning, or you know, after a couple hours of your main work in the morning. Yeah, I mean, I understand if you, if you're if you have no way to get to the gym the first thing. Yeah. Do your best to crush it right after work. But we love our workout times like right around lunch. Like right. we basically work out here and then we do our, you know, after we've gotten three hours or, or more of work done, when we get a great workout in, then we eat lunch and then it's like we're revitalized yeah. for that last, you know, stretch at the yeah, end. Getting that quick stretch. I mean, all it takes is 10 minutes of intentional hip stretching movements. Most of them are, I mean, pretty much are all body weight that you can in increase your energy levels, your mobility, your flexibility, strength. And, and all it takes is 10 minutes. However, you gotta be intentional with that time. So if you haven't caught on by now, but we're talking about the hips, do you know which muscle we're talking about yet? I know. I know. Do you know? <laughs> all right. So it's a five letter word. P S O as. So as. 
That's the muscle that we're talking about. The, the mighty psoas. The P is silent. Puh. Yeah. Puh. Yeah. Don't say psoas. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's the psoas. Th this muscle, like we've, we've been talking about the whole time, when, when people say my hip flexors, yes, it's predominantly your your psoas. So the psoas is part of the iliopsoas group. So there's two parts of this muscle group, the, the iliacus and the psoas. However, your psoas is the dominant muscle and it's commonly referred to as the psoas. How, how, tell me a little bit more and the listeners a little bit more about the, how cool this muscle is, like where it starts, where it goes, and just how big it is. Yeah. So it, it's, it's actually a much larger muscle than people realize. Yeah. It can be anywhere from six inches to 12 inches, depending on the person, obviously. But, you know, people think, oh, it's just a small, tiny muscle in their hips. But no, it it's it's found within deep within the front part of the hips, the hip joint, and it connects to the lower part of the spine. It's interwoven between core muscles. The glutes are intertwined in there. But it's the only muscle that connects the upper body to the lower body, which is awesome. So it goes from the base of your spine to the top of your femur. Right. Through your hips. Right. That, when I, I didn't know that. Right. As a trainer, as someone that was yeah. in the health and fitness, and I didn't know that until, what, three or four years ago? Because I, I don't know. I guess I just yeah. didn't pay much attention to this muscle, like taking tests, well, you know, for, it, for yeah. becoming a trainer or a coach. Origin, origin is, is crazy. Like, just like a bicep. Like, the bicep runs to the middle part of your forearm. Right. People don't understand. And, it's like, it oh, starts, it's, like, up in your, yeah, in your, up pec. In your pec shoulder area. Yeah. yeah. So this muscle, it's, it's, it's responsible for... Posture, movement, like we said, just overall well-being, sexual performance, mm. fat loss or uh, fat uh, weight gain. It, it's just it. it the, the main idea is just it, it's going to provide overall well-being. There's just no way around it. This muscle is responsible for f getting you know a deep breath. If you're if you have tight hips, your hips are restricting your diaphragm. Obviously, and you're, if you're restricted in your diaphragm, your breathing is going to be off. So, I mean, it's, it makes sense to keep this muscle happy and healthy. That's right. And it doesn't take much. And in this short and prolonged position, you're not doing anything for sports performance. No. It, it's obviously, it's, it's probably going to mess with circulation. It, it affects your sexual performance. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's really amazing how... In how much impact this one muscle has on all kinds of things that we, you know, we just, we take for granted, right? We, people don't think a lot about how the body functions because it's, everyone's mostly on just autopilot, right? right. They, they, they wake up, they go about their day. They don't think about all these things that our, our brain is, is doing for us and, and how our posture, how our position affects the br the brain and the release of hormones and and all these other things it's it's really it's a, an amazing thing to to think about you know people know more about how their car works than how their own body works <laughs> so like i said uh, at the start of the show i've i've been a strength coach for 20 almost 20 years now and a lot of the time when when a, someone would come into me whether they're advanced whether they're an athlete whether they're a weekend warrior even a kid you know i, I put them through an assessment and i always check the ability for them to move, not their strength, not their flexibility, just how well they move. And you'd be surprised on how many people think that they move well. They're like, oh, I can do 
100 push-ups in an hour. Oh, good for you. I, I can deadlift 800 pounds. Well, good for you. But how does that translate to life? You know, are you able to get up in the morning without back pain? Are you able to sit and then get up and then feel good? Like, are you able to perform well on the tennis court in, in bed? You know, that's what I, that's, that's why I, I think like true athleticism, movement, yeah, like movement. life, you know, you spend only a couple minutes a day doing actual physical exercise. Mm-hmm. Say you're, you're on the upper end of that and you're working out six days a week, but that's still such a small percentage of yeah. what you do on a daily basis. Well, what is that? Let's say that's six hours. Let's even we'll add a few hours to that. Let's say it's eight hours of actual physical activity you right. do in a week. It's 168 hours, I think, last time I checked. Yeah. In a week. And out of those out of those eight hours or six to eight hours, yeah. are you doing the right movements? Right. Are you doing something that's going to protect you from, you know, now and, and then in the future? What I always say is purpose over preference. I don't care if you want bigger arms. Does it have a purpose? Well, maybe if, if you're in an arm wrestling competition or you're a bodybuilder, but <laughs> I mean, truth be told, you, you got to stay healthy. If you, you, you know, I got to interrupt. That makes me think of Kevin Hart and I'm sure and anyone listening has heard of the very famous comedian and now movie star Kevin Hart. And he has a little part in his, one of his shows where he talks about uh, th- that same idea as like the guy that works for T-Mobile. And of course he goes to the, the big deep bodybuilder <laughs> yeah. voice and he's like, uh, you know, someone sees a guy like that big, you know, yeah. and they're like, wow, that guy must compete. You know, look at the size of him. It's like, what do you do? It's like, I work at T-Mobile. It's like, oh, interesting. Okay. So <laughs> so you get all this muscle and all this strength and you, you have nothing to really use it yeah. for, you know? It's yeah. like, yeah, it's so, so yeah. You know, we definitely went off on a, on a rabbit hole on that hey, one. Hey, it's me. I know, I'm, me too. I'm, I'm Mr. Tangent. Um, so where was he going? Assessments. It, it'd be surprised at how many, I, I mean, you probably want to be surprised. I mean, it's crazy just how many people just cannot move properly. And once I start analyzing their movement and what they're currently doing and fix all, you know, just the all the crap that they're dealing with, as far as movement, stress, you know, lifestyle habits, sleep, you know, nutrition, things like that, a lot of it can be fixed very quickly in such a, you know, in such an easy process when you start looking at the prime muscles, your your core, your hips, your glutes, but also integrate movement, just right. healthy movement that takes you out of your comfort zone, takes you out of bicep curls, out of the squat rack, and start actually implementing what I call like lifestyle movements. Right. I'm not talking what you do in the bedroom. I'm talking like movements that actually improve your lifestyle. Absolutely. And we're not saying abandon the exercise that you're doing, like keep with that. But there's some stuff that you can plug in and add, whether that's in the beginning of the day or prior to your workout or after your workout or before you go to bed. That's what makes this program actually unlock your hip flexors so awesome. Yeah. It's something that you, you include into what you're doing. That's it. And if you have to make, you know, a sacrifice, I mean, you can sacrifice 10 minutes. It, it really is that simple, but the value that that 10 minutes can add to your life is unparalleled just because there's, I mean, you're like, Oh, I got to, I got to skip my, I don't have time to stretch. What? How, how do you not have time to stretch? You can skip one set of bicep curls or stop looking through Instagram or, you know, you know, Get off YouTube unless you're on our YouTube channel. Well, of course. Of course. 
But well, you really have. You could go to our YouTube channel, by the way, which is youtube.com forward slash critical bench and type in hip flexors. Right. And you'll be hit with about 50 to 100 videos yeah. about how to fix your hips. Yeah. There's, again, there's so many ways to stretch out the hips and you got to find what's appropriate for where you're currently at. Because some are more advanced. Some are for the beginners. Some are for people without knee pain. But the, the end of the, you know, end of the day, you have to be doing some kind of hip exercise, hip stretching, and, and then pair that with glutes train your glutes. Oh my gosh, you're going to be unstoppable. Right. And like I said, and we'll, uh, we'll move on, but as a strength coach, incorporating hip activity and glute activity with my clients and athletes, they're like, they're, they're, they're amazed at how they can throw a ball harder, how they've lost weight. And the, and the funny thing is like, we didn't do much. It wasn't like some radical crash diet. Mm-hmm. It's just knowing me personally, knowing how much power those muscle groups hold your hips and your glutes. And once you start tapping into them, that's it. That's all, all it takes. All you're trying to do is lengthen and strengthen that's it. That, this muscle that is getting, you know, really just damaged from being in this prolonged shortened state right. and not getting uh, stimulated. Right. So, you know, the body needs daily stimulation. It really does. I right. mean, even if you go a day without moving at all, there's, it, 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 it can be, you can feel that. So that's why like when, when you, you see somebody that gets injured, how quickly they, anyone in, in, in the in medical profession wants you to start moving as quickly as possible, right? right. To force- Movement is medicine. Movement is medicine, you know? And they, they want you out of whatever medical building that you're in, back home and moving. Constant, you know, it, it, you know, at your, you know, based on whatever injury or or you're dealing with, but the the idea that you can start to repair and fix this part of the body in in such a small chunk of time mm-hmm. that you can just add in to your whatever your daily routine is, I think is right. what is so appealing to most people. People think that change is hard. And change requires a, a lot of time and a lot of effort. Right. But really, it's small steps sometimes and just minor little tweaks, like you said, that can, can mean the, the big difference. Right. Looking to win some free Critical Bench gear? Here's how. Just write an awesome five-star review on iTunes for the Strong by Design podcast. We'll post the winners on Instagram. Just go to at the critical bench and watch our podcast highlight story to see all the winners each week. Be sure to DM us to get your free gifts. So let's let's talk a minute or two on how the glutes and the hips interact because you can have healthy hips. Actually, I may take that back. You can't have healthy hips if you don't have healthy glutes, they work together. Like, you know, we said at the beginning of the show, your hips and glutes, they're pretty much neighbors. They're best friends. They work together, but they can also be each other's worst enemy. Mm-hmm. If you have weak glutes, they're going to be ineffective on extending the hip because the glutes are the main hip extensors of the body or your psoas is your main hip flexor of the body. Right. So if you don't it's have- like biceps and triceps right. on your arm. Right. One flexes it, one's You have to have a balanced- extension front and rear. Your front is your psoas, even though it's deep within, but your glutes are your rear, obviously, because it's your butt. It's what you sit on. 
So the, the same can be said about glutes. If you're sitting on your butt all day, they're going to become dormant or inhibited. And you're, you're, they're gonna, just going to be underperforming when you go through your, your basic exercises. So what you need to do is wake up your glutes, stretch out your hips, and that's the key that you need to unlock true potential. Yeah. Both. You can't just stretch out the hips and neglect the glutes, and you can't just strengthen the glutes and forget about the hips. Well, right. You have it, to do both. It's the, the yin and yang of of uh, <laughs> right of, of of the hip area, right? right? And it's like I, I I mentioned. Sometimes it's hard for people. I love I love analogies. Some of mine are awful, and sometimes my analogy makes the understanding worse. <laughs> but I think everybody knows biceps and triceps for sure, mm-hmm. and they know that the bicep. Pull, brings the, the, you know, flexes the elbow and the triceps ex- extend the elbow. So that's really all we're talking about, but in the hip area. Right. And you're not getting a lot of flexion or extension when you're sitting all the time. Right. Because you're just in this, in this awful bent position. That's right. Doing nothing for you. You got dormant muscles, unstimulated muscles, and, and your body over time, we're talking years now shows signs of damage in, yeah. in, in how everything feels, you know? And, and uh, it's not just damage in the hips. No, right. You, you got to understand that we're just, we're talking about damage to the entire body. Because if if your hips are tight, it will, like I said, it's, it's connected to your lower spine. So yeah. it's going to pull on your lower back muscles, which is going to in return pull your upper back muscles. And what does that happen? Now you're going to have a rounded spine, a rounded mm-hmm. back, and then your head's going to drop forward. Now you have upper cross syndrome or forward head posture. And when that happens, you start losing, it's just a whole chain. If one thing goes bad, the next thing is going to go bad. And then mm-hmm. before you know it, you're going to be like, why do my knees hurt? Mm-hmm. You know, why do I have this, this bulging belly? Yeah. Why? That, that's bold. So that's, I think we should hit, touch on that just for a moment too. Cause sometimes people, yeah, they might have a little extra weight in the, in the belly region, but actually by having a very tight, hip flexor from, from, you know, whatever you're doing, which would be sitting primarily, right? Too much of this will actually lead to it looking bigger. Right. Because of the way that your hit, your pelvis is tilted right. with this shortened muscle, you, you get more of this weird posture that creates this bulging belly. Makes effect, you look fat. Make, makes you look fatter. So by standing taller, having a longer healthy hip flexor muscle, right. you'll, your posture will look better. You actually look lighter, leaner. It's like, it's like does this shirt make me look fat? <laughs> no, your posture does. No, your hip flexor does. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, if yeah. it, we, we've, we, we might even be one of those people, but you've, we've all seen a person that ha- just has poor posture. And just imagine if that person, or maybe even you listening, Stands up straight, pulls your shoulders back, tucks your chin in, tilts your tips back, sucks in your gut a little bit. You're going to look leaner. You're going to look taller and you're going to look stronger. And when you stand like that, uh, the whole, insta- everything connects. Yeah, everything can. Yeah. And, and you just feel better. Yeah. Put yourself in bad, ugly posture. Kind of how we're sitting right how, now. How we're, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating it right now, but like, it just makes you feel, I don't know, weak, uh, it hurts. Un- unconfident. And then if you sit up tall and push your chest out, tuck your chin in, of course, I'm pulling myself away from the microphone, but (laughs) (laughs) not to an extreme like Brian was, but (laughs) when you put yourself in a good posture and you walk tall, you know, you've heard the the, the phrase walk tall, you know, put your 
get your shoulders back, walk tall. It, it, it tightens up your abdomen. It puts your, your hips in a better position. And you can and, get a deep breath. Yeah, your spine is happier in this position. And guess what? Everything works better and you feel better. I mean, it's- It's simple it, mechanics. It, it, yeah. It, your body is designed to, to, to be in the position it was designed to be. Right. Not in a seated, messed up, jacked up, no, ugly I mean, looking. And I, I, I hearken back to this many times because it's just worth noting, we live in a day and age where sitting is just natural to everyone based on their works, their work, commute, and entertainment. Right. And it wasn't like that just 100 years ago. People were moving. They had to. They had to be more mobile. They had to walk more. They had to be upright more. They had to be more active just for that's daily life required it. And we've unfortunately, we've gone in a direction where movement isn't necessary to, you know, to, to get on with life. Right. You can sit down and order, you know, grocery store foods to your home. You yeah. can sit down and work at the computer. You can just sit and make a living and it's costing you your health. Right. It's Absolutely. scary. And you touched on this earlier too, uh, how it, it messes with our ability to lose fat. Right. Can you maybe elaborate a little bit on that? Just how people be like, really? I mean, sitting, yeah, I know I'm not moving, so I'm not burning as many calories, but how, how does that, how does that lead to like fat gain or your body becoming more of a fat storing yeah. machine? So this all circles back to that, that sympathetic nervous system. When you're in that survival mode, when you're in that fetal position, your body, it, it activates the body's natural survival response, okay, which in return puts stress, unwanted stress on the adrenal glands. So this depletes your immune system and this puts your body in what it considers danger. So it, it, it just tight hips gives the brain feedback similar to that of danger, okay? And starving it of the appropriate nutrients that it needs to function. Because again, it's going into survival mode. Yeah. So anytime you, anytime you have, you're in this survival mode, imbalances start occurring, your, your hormones are just going to go out of whack. And anytime you start messing with hormones, obviously it's your body's natural response is to store fat because fat is the slowest burning fuel source in, in of our, the body. In our number one, you yeah. know, it's that most amount of calories. Right. And, yeah. So. so there's this thing called cortisol. Uh, obviously, you know, cortisol has been abused. It's been beaded, but it's 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 the real deal. So there's quite you know it's extensive science out there. But like when we feel hungry, our blood sugar drops, blah blah blah. And when the cortisol uh, is 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 elevated, you know you're going to activate. You know, just and long story short, your cortisol is going to be all out of whack. And when it's out of whack, you're going to gain weight. And we need obviously we need. We need cortisol. We, we need all the other anabolic hormones right. too. We, we need them both, you know? Yeah. In life, everything's like, a, is this a, a little bit of this and a little bit of that, right? We need not too much of one and not too much of another. We need, and, and that's what we're looking for is that homeostasis, right? right? So, so all we're saying is like, it's something as simple as, you know, standing up more often throughout your day. And getting in some of these key movements keep, that are like part of the, the Unlock Your Hip Flexor program. Right. You can do this stuff without any equipment. Right. You can just do it in your office. You could do it in your bedroom. You could do it at the gym. You can do it anywhere. And it'll help to get your body out of this fat storing, you know, right. kind of position that it's in. Yeah. So 
now that we've you know pretty much completely destroyed sitting and how dangerous it is for the body <laughs> it's i want to stand up should we stand? i know i, I <laughs> yeah, yeah, quick stretch break hey if you want the free why stretching won't make you flexible report then just text stretch to 345-345 that's stretch s-t-r-e-t-c-h to 345-345 and you'll get a text from me asking for your email then you'll get the free report sent to your email inbox. No, but the stretching isn't just the answer. Yeah. So let, let's go into the next segment where you're like, all right, we, we get the idea. You got to keep your hips stretched out, got to keep them flexible. But a lot of people just, the only type of stretching that they know is static stretching. Oh, I mean, just hold this stretch for 30 seconds. Right. All right, I'm good. I feel, I feel loose. Right. However, that's not how to increase mobility, movement. It's just static stretching is not the answer. It's an answer, but it's not the answer. There's far better ways that are superior to stretching when it comes to hips. You can find out more about the types of stretching and why stretching doesn't make you flexible. Oh, and that free report that they've already heard a commercial for. Right. But I'll I'll do I'll do a, a live commercial yeah, for we, we it need right that. now. Yeah. All you have to do is text the word stretch to 345-345. And then you'll get right. uh, from me the uh, a text back and you can download why stretching won't make you flexible. It's a great report. Talks a lot about yeah. what we're talking talks about, about right now. Dynamic stretching, yeah. mobility stretching, yeah. fascia stretching muscle activation movements, and all of these in the proper sequence, obviously, is going to be the key to unlocking your hip flexors. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you can also go check out Unlock Your Hip Flexors, right? which is part, uh, it's also, the best of everything. Uh, right, is also in that report and, and do a bit more reading to find out more about this muscle, how vital it is, how amazing it is to just give it. And, and it's really changed the way, I, I got to say, too, it's changed the way I look at exercise. You know, it's not a secret that there was, because I've talked about it before, for many years, even as a strength coach, I was kind of stuck into like bodybuilding mode, bodybuilder guy. And I was doing a lot of, you know, I was strong and, and having good workouts and, and looking good and feeling pretty good. Uh, for the most part, but I was, I would say I was losing some of my athleticism and, 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 you know, as I'm getting older into my later thirties, I started to realize like, I, I really need to have more, you know, more movement in my life, like a kid has right. where you're, you know, moving in all different ways. And that's the beauty of what you're talking about, like being more dynamic and mm -hmm. being more, you know, just being a little bit more thought, thoughtful and movement oriented rather than write a lot of isolation type stuff. Cause people, you know, they love exercising with machines and they right. love, you know, following a routine right. that they do. So they're doing the same movements all the time in the same it's, order. It's even. usually just strength. Yeah. And it's or always, cardio. Yeah. But still you, you have to incorporate mobility movement. Like you have to get the muscles and the, the joints, the ligaments, everything, the fascia, everything to be in its natural designed state in order to unleash your true potential, unleash weight loss, unleash strength gains. And uh, Unlock Your Hip Flexors is a, 
I believe it's 10 movements, isn't it? Yeah. That they can do in like a 10 minute period of time. Maybe if you take a little bit extra time on it, it could, could take you up to 15 minutes. You go through these 10 movements and these movements are all designed to not only lengthen, but strengthen this one muscle that we're talking about right. and, and help to undo the damage and unravel, you know, all, all this, you know, this uh, built up damage that we've done over years and years and years. And I, I must, you know, I stand more now in my right. work day with this stand up desk. You're probably not too far from getting something like that for yourself. Yeah. I, and it does make me feel better. If anything, now I just have sore feet sometimes. <laughs> my feet hurt. <laughs> my feet hurt. My feet hurt. But I'm standing most hours now during the day while I'm at work, and I don't even notice it anymore. In fact, if I'm sitting on the computer and doing on the, anything on the computer, I actually feel weird yeah. now because I've gotten so used to standing. But I encourage anyone who, especially, you know, there's listeners, I'm sure, who work from home and, and, and are on the computer quite often, stand up. Go to your kitchen counter. Uh, go or just take the, breaks every or, every you know half hour or an hour. Just it. go down to the you know get some go to the bathroom, get a cup of coffee, get yeah. some water. Walk around your neighborhood real quick. You know, or do the unlock your hip flexors routine, or do that. And you could do that multiple times a day if you wanted to. If you really like how it makes you feel, right? Do an AM and a PM. If right. you get through it's it in easy. ten minutes, I mean, geez, I I, I waste. 20 minutes of my day sometimes just trying to, you know, do, 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 scoop the litter box, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, I have cats and I have dog. I have a dog, but it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's amazing what people will come up with excuses and stuff, right. why they can't do this or can't do that. But they'll, you know, some of the stuff that they're doing, it's like, that's not helping you. That's not making you feel better. They resort or, to medicine. Yeah, and, exactly. And just complaining. Yeah. Here, well, here's your opportunity to... Unlock your hips, you know, uncover hidden strength, improve posture. Improve your mood, improve your sexual performance. Vitality, longevity. Fat burning. I mean, it it really, truly does transform your life for the better. Yeah. It doesn't take long. No doubt about it. I hope you've gotten something out of this. And you, if anything, it just makes you stop and think and reflect a little bit about the positions you're in throughout the day and how how important it is to just get up, be vertical, get some movement in your life. And the cool thing about this program too, there might be two or three or four movements that people really like mm-hmm. a lot and they can just kind of do those repeatedly if they wanted to throughout the day or right before they work out uh, just randomly, even if they don't necessarily follow you know, one, all, all 10 movements. Just do some of them as often as you'd like outside of the the, the flow method, which is really the, the best way to, to, to see the ultimate results. But I, I thank you all so much for listening. Thank you, Brian, for your insight and your expertise. Got it. And this should truly help you. Yeah, yeah. Hold that up. So we, we of course, we film our podcast. So Brian has to show the show the hip flexor book. So yeah, the program you get a follow, you get a coaching and a follow along program to watch. Yeah, and DVD, then, a DVD, and then you get a really nice uh, book that te- gives you specific instructions on how to do all these exercises properly. Yep, sixty-two pages. Sixty-two pages long. There's pictures in there and everything to help you out. So it, it it's really really great, very comprehensive, and uh, we created it with our our close friend and uh, injury specialist Rick Kasselge. 
and it's fantastic content. So thank you all so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. We really love doing this and talking about how to just feel better, how to be strong by design in in your life and in all capacities. So thank you, Brian. Thank you, Chris. We'll talk to you real soon. Thank you for listening and stay strong by design.